Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to Real Good Show, episode number 63, if I'm not I'm mistaken. I'm pretty sure it's 63. I was actually thinking that too. I'm like, what episode is <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, I think it's, it's the 63. Brad Marchand episode. It sure is. Justin Morissette with you for another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. And with me, as always, is... John Cullen. We're short Stefan Heck yeah, this weekend. He abandoned us. Uh, he's in New York City. Yeah, what probably a Probably attending Kurt Schilling's Trump rally. <laughs> I hope so. Actually, yeah, maybe he is there. <laughs> One of the dozen people in attendance. But we did recruit somebody equally funny to fill his shoes in the meantime. Uh, they're probably fitting a little snug on you, but uh, Kevin Banner is here. Kevin, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. And uh, if you're judging me as being uh, uh, equally as funny as Stefan, I will say this. Not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> My Twitter account is abysmal. That's better than mine. It's mostly wrestling gifts now. I yeah. I have noticed this, and I appreciate it very much. <laughs> and I say gifts. I don't say gifs. No, Go you're supposed to say gifs. That's, That's the proper right. way. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, well, Somebody told me recently it's GIFs. They're like, no, it's no, GIFs. No, 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 because it yeah. stands for graphic. So it's like GIF yeah. is the correct. It's not a oh, GIF. But the, cr the so creator. You're good. Tell, tell that person their dog shit. Yeah, me. I can't wait to. Well, technically, the creator of the form did come out and <laughs> That's say true. that it is GIFs. But I feel like oh, when really? you create something and release it to the world, it becomes the world's. And the world has decided that it actually it's GIF. So fuck yeah. that guy. Okay, but so are you saying that if you said that your last name, like if you got famous and people started pronouncing your last name like Morissetti, that's different. A, how I'm is a that person. different? I'm a person. It's, it's he's a, a person. It's not a. He's not a product. So wow. if, if if it was uh, uh, Justin Morissette's uh, dildos, <laughs> <laughs> he, he releases a line of top quality dildos. Uh, and then people started calling them uh, dildos, or like the Morissetti dildos. The Morissetti dildos. <laughs> and I like, wait, no, dildos. you know, these are the Morissetti. <laughs> I've dildos. put them out into the world. I have no control over them anymore. Just say, it. just the word dildos gives me douche chills like so badly. <laughs> oh, you've been using a dildo. <laughs> Oh, God. Technically, if I were to release dildos out into the world, I wouldn't have any control over what people did with them anyways. <laughs> well, I would hope, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> so, you know, just let it go. It's fine. Uh, dildo is actually the new uh, uh, pickle-flavored Mountain Dew. Flips the table and leaves! Um, <laughs> dildo. Available only in Canada. <laughs> the sad part is that it's not, like, that doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility for Mountain Dew. Just like... No, they're a garbage firm. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of all the firm. soda pop firms. I like firms, that you call them a firm. Yeah, yeah. Of all the soda pop firms in the world. <laughs> They're easily the most garbage. <laughs> oh, I love a good soda pop firm. <laughs> it's Mountain Dew and Associates. <laughs> Separate names. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why they had to change it to Code Red or whatever. They're also, yeah, it's Mountain Dew, Code, and Red Associates. That yeah. was the name of two guys. And uh, I guess, Kevin, technically you're here as part of like uh, your promo tour. Sure. Because you are, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, the only stand-up comedian signed to 604 that Records? That is correct. The first and only. And uh, I was so successful. So you're like, you could say you're like a day. leader of men. 
I am not Flips a <laughs> leader of men. Uh, oh, God, yeah, I forgot that um, it was uh, started by Chad Kroger. And if we want to avoid further jokes like that from John, just tell your friends not to think out loud. <laughs> oh, you guys should be shot. Uh, can we open the blinds and then I'll just sit here and pray for a sniper's bullet? We um, actually spend a lot of episodes praying to get shot. Or at least Stefan does. I have a high-powered <laughs> rifle, for yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. So it's it's you, Theory of a Dead mm-hmm. Man, yep. Nickelback. Uh, Hawksley Workman. Ca- uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Marianas Trench. Oh, yeah. Do we got Three Days Grace on there, maybe? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Let's take a look at the 604 no. Records roster here. Yeah, uh, Hanson, their can- their Hanson's Canadian oh, really? label. Oh, yeah, really? that's um, interesting. Yeah, it's pretty. I neat. love Hanson. Who doesn't? Yeah, who hasn't uh, had sex to Umbop? Am I right? Oh, I thought you were talking about Yannick. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just kidding. I just really wanted Hansen? to say Yannick. Um, don't, don't we all? Oh fuck! Oh, what the hell's happening? Tunes. Oh, the website has. Auto, auto play, auto music. play music. perfect. Of which is great. Does. Which is great because they have high quality artists at six oh four. Oh wow, you're the first guy here. I'm the first guy because I think they just put it in order. Jojo Mason. Yeah. Tanya. Tanya, I met her last night. She's awesome. Bucko and Toad. So Bucko and Toad, I went to <laughs> I've known Toad. I think it's Toad, because I'm not <laughs> sure which is which, but I'm pretty sure Kelly Michelson of Bucko and Toad is Toad. And I grew up with her. She's okay. from Sue. Oh, oh that's, really? That's multiple people. I thought yeah. it was Buck Owen Toad. Oh, oh no. Bucko and Toad. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Coleman Hell, he's another guy on the label. We got yeah, Kieran Mercer, Carly Ray, Mariana's Trench, Cl- yeah, Coleman Hell, I started Danny getting, and Lizzie. I started getting followed by a lot of uh, Mariana's Trench fans. It's pretty Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> the got, Catherines. Got wicked hair. <laughs> <laughs> Small Town Pistols, AJ Woodworth, Autumn's Cannon, sure, of course. And I guess they... Are. By Starlight. They've got a lot of people on here. One they, Bad Son. That could have been the name of your album also. They, they're a great band out of Saskatoon. One I've Bad Son. I've interviewed them before. Nice right. guys. Nice. Sure. But yeah, there you are, Kevin Banner, Dreamboat. Yeah, baby. It's a, it's a great album. I've heard Thank it. You. And I, I, I've heard all the jokes live. Uh and I enjoyed them recorded just oh, as thanks, much. Man. So yeah, it came across very well, I feel. Good. Yeah, I was worried. Like I had like, because it was released um, uh, on the 21st of October and on the 20th, I had like this anxiety like, oh, now everybody in the world has access to this and what if it sucks? But uh, but it, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. No. Uh, according to reviews, other than one guy, I got uh, five ratings on iTunes so far. I got a four star. Gave myself, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't give myself five stars just in case it came up with like my email address on there. I didn't want to be like, "This is a perfect album." Yeah. But I also <laughs> I wanted to help the algorithm, so I was like, four stars for yourself." And then there was uh, two or three five star ratings, and then one guy gave me one star. So I'm like, Whoa. "Oh, I want the Did review." For comment? That guy. No comment. So Oof. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I had some theories on who it might have been uh, earlier today. With uh, I was chatting with another comic, but nice. uh, it was well, not a. Did you, legit did you theory. get any written reviews? Can we look it up here? Because we uh, do have a segment on the show called Review Review, where we okay. review reviews of our own show. The only two reviews uh, was uh, mine that said I liked it, but I'm biased, and <laughs> nice. the <laughs> other one said uh, really funny dude or something like that. Okay, so I'll well, you are a that. pretty funny dude. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's pretty sweet man so congrats on that i mean Thanks, you must man. be it must be excited to have it out in the world 
really uh yeah. oh, funny funny dude oh funny the, funny dude so you I'll got take two it. and then funnies. my name uh yeah that band i reviewed kind. band kind which i didn't remember <laughs> so when it came up i was like oh wow yeah when i started my itunes account uh probably a decade ago i was like combining my name with mankind so right. there we go Perfect. Have a nice day. <laughs> That's the worst. That was Napoleon easily the worst McFoley impression you've ever. Yeah, anyone's ever done. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got to work a weekend with Mick Foley a couple years ago at Laugh Lines. He came to the. M- oh yeah, yeah. It was it was Laugh Lines. I thought it was at the Mix. No, it no, was it was lines, at yeah. uh, Horrible Laugh Lines, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just the worst club in <laughs> just existence. Garbage. Yeah. But uh, he was awesome, and like the so it was a three day thing, five shows, and the second night, and I shouldn't have like lost my shit as much as I did internally like on the outside I was I was cool but he was walking up the stairs and he looks up and saw me at the top of the stairs he goes Banner what's up and I was like holy fuck like Mick Foley called me by my name <laughs> it was which I mean and like your last name which implies right? like kind of like, you know you like, know, like, kind like of familiarity like yeah uh, but yeah no it was super cool because uh, I read his book have a nice day like I got it when I was a kid you always got like we always got one gift on Christmas Eve yeah and I saw like this I was like I think that's Mankind's book and so I opened that and I stayed up to like five in the morning reading like half of his book such a good so badass yeah so great um but yeah no he was awesome he did a special a stand-up special on the WWE Network that was uh poorly advised in a sense that like it was really well lit the room was really well lit um, which is not great for comedy, but he had his family in the front row and they were like well lit and he referenced them a couple times and they would show them and he was telling a story that his son said something and then they cut to his son and he leans over and you can see him say so clearly to the mom, but I didn't say that though. It was oh like, oh, God. who <laughs> left that in the final edit? <laughs> like, Well, I've always been curious about that. Is it like technically stand up what he does or it's more like, it's like storytelling. No, it's really. storytelling. Yeah, it's, yeah. Storytelling. it's uh, sometimes he'll do jokes, but they're like, if you're not a wrestling fan, you're not gonna get it. Yeah, because you, you'd have to have like, ter- like, a, like he's a gifted storyteller. Like there are kind of almost like punchlines in yes. the stories, but yeah, yeah, you have to know. Oh, he's wrestling a great storyteller, sure. but yeah, uh, he was so fun, and I got to do a guest spot when Jake the Snake came through town, and those are two wildly different shows. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, Jake the Snake was Foley uh, was very like you know telling these great stories and he had like a real lightness to him and then jake the snake was just pitch black like he told a story about like uh e- ejaculating into his uh his wife's mouth and then she was picked that night to do the kiss rick uh, ravishing rick rude thing and like so he's like as soon as you're done kissing him uh, when he lays you down on the mat, tell him what uh, you just did. <laughs> and so, like, he did, and then Rick Rude chased him up the street to his hotel and got arrested trying to break into Jake the Snake's hotel room. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, Mick Foley didn't tell stories about cum. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, no, he's, uh, yeah, the Jake shows were very... Uh yeah, they were. Inter- yeah. Well, I only saw one. I don't know why I said shows, uh, but it was interesting for hon- sure. Honky Tonk Man apparently does some uh, spoken word stuff too, like tells his one man story, telling things. But uh, also, uh, I would I would go see Honky Tonk Man. William Regal does it over in the UK, which I would love to yeah, see. Yeah, I would in like Vancouver. to see that because he does all the like he started as like an actual like wrestler, like those like some of his early stories. Yeah. of like beating people at carnivals and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, as like sixteen years old and just fighting guys in the carnival for real. So it's yeah. like, oh, cool. And also just one of like the funniest people yeah. on the microphone. Super oh, for funny, sure. Super yeah. charming. 
Uh, RVD uh, started doing oh, God. Uh, stand-up do apparently weed, weed recently. rooms only? Well, here's the thing. So I haven't heard it yet, but uh, another comic was, who was a big wrestling fan was messaging me saying, like, uh, oh, RVD's on Stone Cold's podcast, and if you listen to it, you'll lose your mind. Because he was talking about stand-up. He's like, yeah, I've got an hour, and uh, it's pretty easy, and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, it's like, no, you don't have an hour. Uh, <laughs> just because you, you're up there for an hour doesn't just mean Just because you, you have an hour. yes, there's a humongous difference between being on stage for an hour and having an hour of material. And, like, yeah. he, he would naturally draw a crowd based on who exactly. he is in the first place. So, do me a favor and go drop in at a comedy club and do a seven minute spot and then tell me how much time you've got. Because if it's not your specific wrestling crowd, I, I feel like it might not work at all. Well, William is- Regal, also owner of the best WWE theme music of all time, probably. Hold on. Oh, we got an ad first. How much of the ocean have we explored? Probably most of it. All right. Oh, I don't think that's accurate. Yeah. Probably not very much at all. <laughs> He's a man. Such a man. Such a man. He's a real, real man's man. Perfect. So we just did two of my favorite things in the show. Play songs over an iPhone in the microphone and sing with our guests. And so. do one of your least favorite things, which is talk about pro wrestling. That's true, but it's okay because Kevin's here and we're not really talking yeah. about pro wrestling. I like, it's like uh, the comedy aspect. Yeah, exactly. I do like the idea that when he was a real man's man, he came out in, in a plaid shirt with no sleeves, jeans, and a hard hat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think, the, I think that character would have worked if it wasn't for the hard hat, but it's like, you're not on a job site right now. What are you yeah. doing? And it also kind of looked like a gay man dressing up for Halloween. A well, bet. Bit. Like that Simpsons episode where they accidentally go to the gay bar. That's what everyone looked like in the game. That's bar. also like the tail end of WWF characters just being like, a job, a guy who has a day is, job, is yeah. your character, like, yeah. But he uh, he talked about that on the WWE Network. He was like, he was all pilled up at the time. So he's like, if I hadn't been such a pillhead, like, I could have made it work. But like, part of the the way they introduced this character is like, he's in the woods with a cup of water and a straight razor, and he's shaving. <laughs> and then like, he's cutting uh, oranges in half and squeezing it into a glass, because that's how a man makes juice. <laughs> <laughs> Love making juice. That's one of my favorite manly activities, yeah. juicing. <laughs> uh, well, before this turns into an episode of Real Grap Show, yeah, uh, it, it's got to be exciting for you to be the first comedian on this label. Absolutely, um, they uh, they've been really great to me. They've um, paid for every like uh, they took care. They got they gave me a nice budget to get some nice artwork done, and I'm really excited about the uh, the artwork on the album. Jesse Daniel, a local amateur yep. comic, did that, and he just knocked it out of the park. Very talented guy. Uh, they're so. sending me out to Toronto to do a day of press, which sounds so much, uh, sounds like I'm in show business almost. Yeah. yeah. I so called like, you Hollywood when you told me that. So, I was like, oh, he's going to start yeah. buying scarves. So I could tell friends. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going out to do a day of press. You doing any shows out there? Nah, just doing some press. Uh, but <laughs> thankfully, they are sending me to Toronto to do some press because they contacted uh, the publicist team that they hired, contacted 30 media outlets in Vancouver and got two replies, and both were, we featured him too recently to feature him right now. So 28 media outlets in Vancouver were like, 
no, we don't want anything to do with this local act. But when I go to Toronto, <laughs> they got like four or five radio shows and two TV appearances. And I was like, oh, cool. Thank you, city that I've been to twice. Well, technically, um, we never got emailed. So, sons of yeah. bitches. I mean, I would have responded. <laughs> well, we have responded. Yeah. You're here. <laughs> we have responded. We're not interested. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but we've been nominated for a Canadian Comedy Award, so we don't really associate We're with Vancouver acts anymore. We're kind <laughs> yeah. of above that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it is super exciting. And then uh, the um, release date was, was uh, yesterday, the 21st, and it hit number one on the Canadian Comedy iTunes charts, which was great to see. Yeah. So I can say that. Even it, today I'm at second behind Kyle Kinane, but yesterday I woke up in the morning and there was a uh, Simon LeBlanc. He's a French comic, and his album is called uh, Two, Two Court. Pa. Oh, Two, Two Court. Court. Yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, I've been making the joke since then, and it's a great joke, guys. Strap in. <laughs> uh, Toot Court is what it's called when you fart in front of a judge. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Um, <laughs> I need the gunshot. I need the gunshot app when you do that. But I, I, uh, I screen capped. Yeah. Yeah. I screen capped and posted uh, the, a picture of me on the top of the charts. And Ivan Decker, a bunch of people shared it. And Ivan Decker commented on everyone that shared it. it was like something to the effect of like, yeah, finally putting Toot Court in his place. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think his name is not Toot Court. <laughs> but. Nor is it pronounced Toot no, Court. No, but I mean, I'm but a either goddamn way, it's a French album. West Coaster. Give me a yeah. fillet of fish, please. Are you nervous <laughs> for your press day, though? Not at all. It'll no? be fun. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, yeah, they're flying me out WestJet Plus. I said, listen, wow. I'm a big guy. I want to sit. I don't want to have to share an armrest. I want to be able to manspread. So, uh, yeah, I'm flying out uh, uh, on the 2nd of November, and I'll be out there for a day doing some shows and then uh, come back. Come back to the big city. The big is this is this the big the, V. The the beginning of them starting to scoop up a bunch of local talent. That's quite possible. I know that uh, they were they talked to somebody else about maybe doing an album, but uh, I can't say who yet, just in case they don't. And okay. I was like, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, the, the Jonathan Simpkin, the guy that runs the label, he was really excited. He's he said he's wanted to get into comedy for years, and then uh, I opened for Bill Burr in January. And one of their producers was there and said, hey, we should take a look at this guy. And so he brought me in and liked me. And, yeah, it's been – we've been working it since uh, since February. And then, yeah, it came out yesterday. So I was feeling great about it until Thursday the 20th. And I was like, what if I've made a terrible mistake? <laughs> but, uh, no, it was really great. Sweet. <laughs> They've been awesome. And it's uh, – one thing that like a lot of people at the label are like, because uh, Jonathan Simpkin is owns the label with Chad Kroger, and he's uh, they said he's never like the lead guy on these projects. Like he's the guy that we're dealing with on this. Like this is his pet project. So I'm like, oh, that's great. So I'm glad that uh, they you know brought me in and took it seriously, and uh, I didn't make a terrible mistake by signing. Well, so. the first <laughs> foray into comedic waters, you need yeah, to nice. bring in the big gun to handle that. That's excellent. Yeah. But they've been great. It's been so much fun, and uh, I'm really happy that it uh, hit number one. I told people before, I was like, yeah, if my album hits number one, I'm going to buy a replica of the NWA title belt that Ric Flair <laughs> used to have. <laughs> and then uh, I forgot about that, and then yesterday I got so many messages like, oh, you getting that NWA <laughs> belt? And I was like, now I feel weird. It's got to be pretty expensive, too. Well, here's the thing. Uh, yes, it is between, <laughs> usually it's between 500 and a thousand dollars US. And I was like, oh, I'm not spending that on a fake wrestling belt. But 
Uh, somebody posted one online that was 239 US, and they posted a YouTube video of like it's in really good quality, and I was like, maybe I'll get it. I think you have to. But I, it's just it's such a beautiful uh, piece, and to me, it's a uh, piece of art. The old NWA belt, but uh, trying to convince. My sweet, sweet lady that it's a piece of art that I could display in her house might not be the easiest. Um, I have a framed picture of it, but I think that that's probably enough for her. Yeah, she's so, like, we yeah. don't need the... I don't, I don't want a 3D version yeah, of yeah. this. Just tell her, yeah. well, we could finally take down the picture, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking, we should really take down that... Like, don't even tell her about... They're just like, I was thinking, you know what? I, I believe in compromise. I think we should take down the picture. I know you've never really liked it. <laughs> And we should take it down. And in fact, I've got something else to put there, and I think you're really going to like it. <laughs> and then it's the actual belt in a shadow case or something. I love that. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, congrats. Thank uh, you. We also have a lot of success in the form of, of money given to us. Well, you are rich now, obviously. Balling album. out of control. Uh, prosciutto for my bitches. <laughs> uh, I've got a pocket full of dough, mostly uh, fives that I had as my float. There you go. Um, nice. But I, you know what? I'm going to only deal in fives from yeah. now on. Why not? Because it bill. really strong it bill. plumps up the wallet too. Absolutely. So it makes you feel like you're doing something, even if it's only like eighty nine eighty nine. <laughs> It'd be eighty <laughs> or ninety dollars. Um but even yeah. if it's only eighty nine dollars. Eighty nine dollars in fives only. Yes. Yeah. One of the fives has like a little fraction of yeah, it just sliced Eighty percent of it is there. But yeah, we have some business to attend to. Yeah, right we got now. some donors. To last thank. time we got together, I I said that I hope that we never have to thank this many donors again because it yeah. really <sighs> took a really long time oh, man. to thank all of those people. Uh, but unfortunately, or fortunately, yeah. as the case may be. Yeah, unfortunately. Why are all you fucking losers <laughs> giving us money? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have a very long list to get through well, right now. And before we get to that, of course, Stefan can make a guest appearance during Via our his theme song. theme song. He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Such a man. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. <laughs> this is basically like the real man's man theme song. Just as funny today as it was oh, yeah. when we recorded it. Last week. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, we can start with a few people who edited their pledges and gave us $1 more. So yes. barely worth mentioning. Max Young and Tanner Kovach, thank you for giving us a dollar more so that you can get access to the bonus episode, which will be posted this weekend. Yeah, I meant to post it last week. We'll, to we'll talk more about that okay. as soon as we're done listing off all these names. All right. Tom Hanna yeah, this discovered a, a glitch in the system here where we re-mention people if they edit their, yeah. their pledge to be <laughs> larger. And he did just that by going from... $10 to $10 and one cent per Son month. Of a so so thank you for that. Tom. Thank you for that penny, you Tom. You definitely have not been mentioned on this show quite enough. Yeah, so might yet. as well do more. Yep. Uh, thank you to uh, our new Lucas Pisa reverse memorial pool donor, Jeff Clarence, donating $20 to the show. And Jeff did ask me to mention uh, that as a result of this donation, that he is in fact better uh, than other friend of the show and donor, Rich Marinsky. Okay. I don't want to technically say that that he's like a better person I'll say than it. Rich. I'll say it. Fuck you, Rich. But he is giving more money. Yeah. So, so by definition, <laughs> Jeff is a better person. 
Uh, Kevin, do you agree? Someone giving more money to the show is better than another person giving less money to the show. Of course, that's just mathematics. Exactly. So, Rich, <laughs> suck it. Okay, here we go. Next, we have Tim Bewald donated uh, donated $5 to the show. Thank you, Tim. Uh, look forward to that bonus content coming your way. Reed Shrad donated $8 a month. Yeah, so that's, look at that d- bonus content. That's a real, Shrad. That's a real yeah. high school bully name. <laughs> Reed Shrad. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like the like he was like the O-line O-line guy. Coming, like, coming home from school and just yeah. being like, Shrad got me again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, don't look, don't look, don't look at Shrad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam Brunner has pledged $5 to the show. Thank you, Sam. Uh, K- Kaylee Crosby. Longtime fan. Yeah, longtime listener. Yep. Uh, donated $5 to get that Thank sweet, that. sweet bonus. And she has content. multiple children, so that. I mean, to donate five dollars a month when you have kids. Yeah, that's we're impressive. Technically, taking food right out of their mouths. Absolutely, my one of my favorite things to do. Um, CS edited their pledge from Cock four dollars to five. Yes, cocksucker, indeed. Thank you so much for uh, giving us another dollar. <laughs> CS, indeed. Tim Fisk joined the. Uh, people who are donating five dollars to the show to get that bonus content yeah i think if your last name was fisk then you're if you were in the ufc your nickname should be fist tim the fist fisk yeah probably it's pretty dope yeah yeah i like it I just think of uh the kingpin from marvel comics okay wilson fisk uh then uh, this was a weird combo donation i also said doesn't sound correct to s- i'm probably gonna say it wrong i guess but sam and tatty yeah. just pledged sam five dollars and tatty and tatty so thank you to the both of you i don't know if those are two girls or two guys or a couple or who a listen girl- together yeah, a girl i have what no idea tatty? so it could be toddy. Hot toddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Jamie Aleon also yeah. donating to get that sweet, sweet bonus content, which will it be could out. Be, it could be a lion. I'm just because I just want to throw that out there because we don't want to ever mispronounce anyone's name. True. And uh, they spelled their first name like it might be Jaime. Jaime Aleon. Uh, Faraz, who's written yeah, right. in a few times. I guess we've said. I don't he, remember he, saying yeah. his name that many times back. He said but we. I guess we he did. said we've mentioned him four times and said his name completely differently every single time. Well, for Faraz Ali, thank you very much for donating. To Faraz Faraz Ali. Faraz. Thank you. But uh, thanks to everybody who donated. Enjoy your bonus content. It's coming soon. It'll be out by the time they're listening to this. Perfect. The Great. only reason that it wasn't uh, released last weekend, like I said it would be, is because I had to put together an audition tape for uh, a job that's better than the one I currently have. Sell out. Selling out to the man. And uh, it didn't go that well. The tape was <laughs> not very good in the end because I put the headset on and automatically reverted into like my hockey broadcast voice and not my... like charming personable radio voice right okay can we hear can we, examples yeah, i was of gonna both? say let's have the difference between the two <laughs> okay so hockey voice is like uh ladies and gentlemen hello and welcome to inside john cullen's apartment we're moments away from the puck drop here this evening between the cullens and the banners in what promises to be a barn burner here tonight oh i like it that's, that's the good. hockey voice okay. i like it and the radio voice is something like uh you know <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Morissette in the morning. Justin Morissette with you. We just heard some of Kevin Banner's comedy album, and uh, we got some more music coming your way later this afternoon. Don't go anywhere. And of course, we're giving away a thousand bucks a day, so keep it tuned in right to this particular station, whichever one it happens to be. Here's some more music. Hope you like it. <laughs> so it's different. A little Similar. different. A little yeah. bit. It's like yeah. a volume and intensity. 
day. Yeah, yeah, it's the intensity for sure. Yeah, so I did more of the first one and not enough of the second one, and they were like, you need to tone down your announcer voice a little oh. bit. And the exact note that I got, the only reason I'm bringing this up on the show, is because literally the note that I received was, I listened to a few episodes of your podcast, and like, it's good. You need to sound more like you do on Real Good Show, except just like less talking about jizz or whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great note to get from a radio station. Listen, don't let anybody tell you the amount of jizz talk you should have. <laughs> Welcome to Justin Trudeau's Canada, am I right? That's right. <laughs> he said it was fine to talk about jizz on the show. He had no problem with that, just not on the radio. I was trying to find a, a clip of the... Because your voice, your aggressive voice, I was thinking would work if you were like a rush hour radio guy. You could still use your hockey voice. Yeah. And I was thinking of Full House, the rush hour renegades. Like like sports talk? Coming at you. So didn't Danny Tanner do sports talk radio? No, Danny Tanner did a morning show. Okay. It was Ray Romano who did yeah. uh, sports, sports, did talk, sports talk And then they... So they did that. And... Uh, and then, yeah, they uh, had, and then Joey and Jesse had their, their show. And yes. then that was their theme song. It was like, Rush Our Renegade. So their whole, their whole household was on the radio. Well, no, Danny was on TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh, Wake Up San Francisco. Oh. Wake Up. Ba-da-boom. I'm surprised I don't remember and then, every uh, single Be- detail about this. And then Becky was his co-host. So she was on TV. So Jesse's wife was on TV with Danny. Yeah. And they had their morning show, Wake Up San Francisco. And then Jesse and Joey and then Jesse were and afternoon Joey radio. Were the Rush Hour Renegades. And yeah. Jesse was also a famous lead singer. In the Renegades. In, no, no. no in Rippers. The Jesse Rippers. and the Rippers. Jesse and the Rippers. Um, and they were famous in Japan. Uh I don't. I don't want to get too deep into Full House because no, no, we're gonna step on my podcast that comes out this week. Tanner talking Banner. Oh, I fucked it up. Banner talking Tanner. Banner. All right, listen. I'm gonna kill myself. Um, how many of these wine gums do you think it would take to fill my throat so that I could just drop dead here after that? God Banner damn talking it. Tanner. I like that. That's nice. That's it. I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Yeah. Everywhere you look. Everywhere there's a heart. There's, there's a, a heart. heart. I came the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, when you're lost out there and you're all alone, <laughs> well, I am waiting to carry you home. It's nearly half an hour Everywhere into the show at this look. point. I feel like this is time to transition into the sports discussion. This sure. is usually about where this <laughs> yeah, happens. Sorry. I mean, I guess so. And because Banner's here, it's time to yeah, talk Banner. about the banner year that the Canucks are uh, finding themselves on at the moment. Off to a hot 4-0 and start. Perfect on the season thus far. And uh, some people remain talking. unconvinced. What is this? Is this Jesse and the Rippers? You better believe it's Jesse and the Rippers. <laughs> Good Lord. Forever, baby. I live forever. Yep. What is better, this song? Oops. Good Christ. What is actually worse, this song or Jeff Jarrett's old song, uh, Be With My Baby Tonight, from Ooh. late 90s WWF? Wow. Was that his intro? He had a song. They had... They had he just play it on Him the do a song, but it wasn't Jeff Jarrett singing. It was the road dog when he right. was the roadie. And then they did a character later when Jeff Jarrett left where he was uh, the road dog Jesse James was the real Double J because it was revealed I was the one who sang that right. song. And that went nowhere. Of course, as most late 90s storylines did. 
pretty like, good. Like who let who lifted the briefcase? We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> this is be with my baby tonight. Wow, it's really. But the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. To be alone with my baby tonight. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed that you know the words to that. Yeah, it's just that part. But then there's like uh, some female vocals that come in later that are just so dog shit. It's amazing. <laughs> so heinous. Um, but the Vancouver Canucks, speaking of dog shit, Sweet. are 4 0. Uh, and look terrible in the process, but everybody's and supposed boring. to be excited about four the fact and oh. that they're and and that's what they're uh, they're they're leaning heavily on their four and O, oh, uh, the Sedine brothers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, offense. Okay, listen. Yeah, no, I liked it. I, I liked know, it. I, yeah, they're four and O. Oh. I get it. Four and offense. Um, it was he, good. I liked it. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, "What? They're winning. Is this not good enough for you?" And frankly, no. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> like it looks terrible the games are extremely boring so bad yeah it's nigh unwatchable that first game against calgary in particular was just like one of so the bad. worst you're a flames, fan, right? flames fan and the new tough uh, for you right now. we got your old goddamn assistant coach there gulutz and uh, i'm not saying his name right ever uh his <laughs> his system is the most uh i think part of the system i don't understand is like uh, I think you're supposed to give away the puck a lot in his system because that's all the Flames have done this year. They've given away the puck more than I've ever seen a team that I follow give away the puck, and it's just garbage. It's garbage hockey to watch. Uh, they play especially since pleased, they have so many though. young and exciting players, right? To and be playing like that is so. They give they uh, they have uh, they play the Blues tonight, and uh, they're not even putting Elliot in a, in the net against his old team, which I think is like that's you, pretty bullshit. Yeah, man. you let Johnson play against uh, Buffalo, so and Johnson's a nothing. Uh, he's been way like he's looked great in his appearances, but uh, Elliot has looked uh, puke. Like, I think he let yeah, in he's been 11 goals in the first two games. I think so. he's a great goalie, but I also think that he's he's just, yeah, he, it's the getting adjusted to not pl- playing in front of St. Louis's defense yeah. is an issue. And for yeah. Ken Hitchcock, who play, who is a defensive-style coach anyway, it's a tough... Hitchcock, my dad, used to heckle when he was coaching in the WHL, and back in the day, like... Uh, or no, I guess he was playing back. It was way back in the day, and he was playing against the Cougars, and <laughs> they always used to dance because he always had the big jowly right. neck. Yeah, and so they used to like always yell at him, "Walrus," when he was uh, my. Uh, I've heard that he can't even that he can't really skate. Yeah, like I, I oh, I've interviewed really? a few hockey players well, in my day, just then a, and a, uh, a couple of them have ties, and a few of them have the talked blues. about. How like yeah? How it's like a running joke in the NHL. Like he like oh, legitimately really? can't even skate. Like he'll okay, go so out then for he was practice, coaching, but like he wrong, can't skate. Oh, he might hilarious. have played though at one day. I don't. I, you got to think that if he had played, he could skate though. Yeah, but well, maybe just he just got his, his yeah, current size. He just got oh, yeah, yeah, he just got too uh, too large. Yeah. Good so lord. Well, I don't want to bury him too much for that. We're. I mean, I'm fine with it. Cocksucker. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I feel like uh, like normally Ste- like Stefan's a lot smaller than me, so I can so I feel like very intimidated today with you guys both here, and you can both easily, yeah, easily beat me up. We and are yeah, we are like the yeah. the uh, goons of like the lead villain in a typical high school film, basically. Yeah, you guys are Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> Absolutely. <basically. laughs> and I'm like. And I, I'm, I don't know. I'm whatever. Casey Jones. Yeah. No, Casey Jones is pretty he's, badass. Yeah, he's pretty like I'm buff. Sp- I'm too. Splinter. <laughs> I'm like an old, frail <laughs> Japanese rat. 
<laughs> uh, <coughs> uh, but it's Doug Jarvis for the Canucks who's getting all the credit for their current right. style of play because when they brought him in to be the new assistant coach in the offseason they basically said that he's going to be the neutral zone coach what an exciting yeah. title like, no kidding it's like is his assistant is he going to be like the power play guy run the D what's going on neutral no zone. he's the neutral zone coach and they are just playing the trap, basically. Yeah. And it's been perfect. It's a nice way of saying that. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the trap coach. Yeah. Which sounds like that's 1738. Sound- yeah, oh, exactly. No, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I was thinking trap coach sounds like uh, sounds like a track from by a rapper from Atlanta. <laughs> like probably if I YouTube trap coach, there's probably a song <laughs> by someone with like Lil or baby in the in their name. <laughs> Trap coach. And it's completely unsustainable. They cannot continue to win this way. Oh, no. These are all talking about shooting traps. Um, like trap. Sh- yeah, yeah like that tra- makes yeah, sense. Trap shooting. Trap shooting. Okay. Uh, trap coach song. Rap. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. I nothing. just get Big Sean, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> Black Coast trendsetter. I don't know if it... Everybody was like trap super mix 2016 best trap remixes of popular songs. Let's Oof. check this out. This Every, everybody was super excited that they just set an NHL record for being the only team to win their first three games without having had the lead in any of them. Or were they all OT overtime or and shootout? shootout? Yeah. Little Tove Low. Is it? Yeah. I don't know anything. Except just sped up and higher pitched. That's basically what trap is, I right? I guess so. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know. But I don't know anything about it at all. Um, I know it pops up in a lot of world star world star vine comps. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. And then yeah, and then you were correct to to reference Trap Queen by Fetty Wap. I just saw a lot of tweets this week being finally like finally the Canucks are in the record books for something good. Like, is this good? Is yeah, this really sure that good? No, that's not a great stat. Yeah. No, it's not a great the stat. The only reason that nobody's ever done it before is that it was statistically impossible. Games used to end in ties. <laughs> we couldn't do this. Yeah. It's only <laughs> been a possible stat in the last, like, 10 years yeah, or whatever, 12 exactly. years. Exactly. So, you know, this is not that great. Yeah, no, they suck. And, Moving on. And I don't, yeah, like, they're winning, but I don't want to watch it. This oh, is, like... Neither does anyone else, we, apparently. We, we, we ripped on Minnesota for, like, a decade for playing right. this way. And New, gonna, Jer- and New Jersey. Yeah, too. I can't turn around and be like, this is great. I love it when they play the, like this because they're winning. Like, no. I'd rather watch the Leafs lose because at least they're playing exciting hockey. The Leafs are hockey. exciting yeah. as hell to watch. Yeah. I mean, it sucked that, we're, that we've lost a couple of heartbreakers. It's, but no, it's good. They're fun as hell to watch. Well, you're not a fan of the Leafs. But, so. you're, but if I was, yeah, yeah. that those losses would be good. Yeah, it's good when you have exciting young players and you're letting them play and in an exciting fashion. And they're playing great and they're putting up points yeah. and the team is still losing so you get to add another exciting young player. Yeah, I mean, that'd again, be fine too. Yeah. At the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Right? I'm, I'm definitely ready for the Canucks to finish like eighth to tenth last, but they like, they won't if they play this way though. Like no, that's what I mean. That's where they will finish. Like they're still going to miss the playoffs, but like I want them to miss the playoffs in like a heartbreaking fashion. So they're picking like thirteenth overall, right? Because that's like anytime Calgary uh, missed the playoffs, they like for the longest time in the Jerome McGinley era, they would miss the playoffs by two points, three points. Yeah, and it was like so. Then you're ending up with a thirteenth pick or whatever. I want if you miss the playoffs, I want you to miss by a hundred miles and oh, get yeah. a great pick. Of course, yeah. Just crater it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I don't, I'm not like a guy that's uh, saying tank by any means, but I'm saying if you are missing the playoffs, uh, I hope that you're missing by a mile, but still trying to win. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not one of those guys that's like, you should tank. Yeah. I mean, uh, nobody can lose on purpose. Wow. It's just, I think the Leafs uh, kind of did last the year. The Washington Generals? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just are like nice. set up to lose by the construction of your god awful team, right? How did you become a Flames fan? Uh, I was a Canucks fan when I was a kid. Then two things happened. They traded Trevor Linden, and I started having sex with a lady. (laughs) So I lost. Were those two incidents related? Yes. Uh, She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sad about Trevor Linden. You're like, me too, baby. Let's commiserate over this. But then I I just stopped. I kind of took like a, a couple of years away from watching hockey. Because uh, I was getting some hard box, but <laughs> I uh, <laughs> so uh, no, I uh, I just I kind of lost interest in hockey for a little bit there, and then uh, for uh, New Year's the the big Y two K New Year's, I went to Calgary with a friend's family, and there his uncles gave us uh, tickets to like three or four Flames games that week. And I had the most fun I've had at a hockey game before, and I was uh, I've been a Flames fan since. So again, low probably on the team at that point or not? Yep. Yeah, he was, but I don't. But like not at the I peak of his powers. I don't think we got to see him that week. I think he was out, but uh, we got to see uh, uh, Sergei Nazarov. Uh, <laughs> was Newendike around then? Was that his? No, 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 was, he was traded with for Dallas. Aginla. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, and we saw we saw them play the Flyers. The oh Jesus Christ, I forgot about that. So we saw them play the Flyers, the Ducks, and I forget who else. But during the game against the Flyers, this is when Roger Nielsen was battling cancer. And my friend that I was with is he's not a comic, but he has that comedian sensibility of saying the most insanely inappropriate thing for a laugh. And we're in the stands at the Saddle Dome. And at this point, I wasn't in that mind frame. Like, I've definitely developed that as a comic. Because, yeah, you, weren't really, you, weren't a, you wouldn't have been a comedian at this point. No, I was, uh, uh, I it was 17, 17 yeah. 16, 17. Just a, so. just a normal civilian. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah, I... Right. Uh, just a plebe like the rest of us. <laughs> just one of... Yeah, a civilian. Common folk. <laughs> uh, a jabroni. But I... Uh, <laughs> We're sitting there, and they put a thing up on the big screen, and they said, uh, uh, Roger Nielsen, the uh, Calgary Flames, and their fans want to wish him the best in his battle against cancer. And my buddy goes, not all of us do. (laughs) And I was like, good Lord. And so all these people are, like, turning around and staring, like, that is the shittiest thing that anyone's ever said in my vicinity. And they're staring at us like, you're about to die. And, <laughs> and like with, with movie or television show timing, his goon of an uncle walked up to give us beers and be like, hey, boys, here's some beers. And his uncle was gigantic and had like these arms that hung down to his kneecaps. And I was like, okay, good. He's on our side and we are okay right now. But it was like this moment where I was like, we're about to get the shit kicked out of us. And I don't even agree with what he said. But yeah, it was terrible. Do you, you could probably sit that one out though, right? Or do you I have don't think to? I have to. I can't just let a friend. I mean, we w- he would have been getting beaten up by a bunch of people, <laughs> and I couldn't have stopped it. But I can't also just sit there idly and be like, "Oh man, you are getting your ass kicked." 
<laughs> Remember when you said that thing about Roger Nielsen? Oh, not all of the Flames fans. I like, Ooh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's pretty good, though. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense, like where some of your kind that's, of humor comes from. Yeah. I mean, you got a uh, bit that, of it. Um, that's, that's is this I a souk? Is this a souk pal souk as well? Yeah, yeah. So, of course. And he, uh, I don't know if I should say, he got suspended <laughs> <laughs> from any uh, story that starts with "I don't know if I should say this" is one of, is always going to be. A I good probably story. shouldn't. And as long I went in the promotion of this uh, podcast, please don't mention that I tell the story about a friend from Souk. But sure, uh, we he, would never dream of it. He got suspended. Let's have his first, middle, and last name, please. <laughs> uh, tell the story. He got suspended from school because. He was weird. He liked to play up that he was weird because he wasn't that weird, but somebody thought he was, so he would really play in it. He'd make these faces and walk around the school like he was nuts, and <laughs> he'd walk through like the common area. <laughs> this guy sounds like a real he, beauty. He was awesome. He would. He still is. He would walk through the common area, and he like somebody was borrowing. Uh, somebody had uh, crutches, and he's like, "Can I borrow those for a minute?" And he walks across the common area, and then just wipes out, and then kept kept checking his teeth and his nose, being, "Oh, did I bring my teeth?" And like teachers and all these people are running over not knowing that those aren't his crutches they're like oh and we're just sitting there dying laughing and they're like what is wrong with you you're laughing so he he played up the fact that he was weird and this is shortly after um uh 4 1999 <laughs> columbine uh so this is just after columbine uh oh my God. cullen's buddy hitler's birthday and we <laughs> We uh, so so it was a big <laughs> thing where it was like Columbine was bad. Uh, that was <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, the that idea. Was kind of sentiment, yeah. And uh, signs around the school. So people thought he was really weird, and somebody put um, cut out of like a People magazine a picture of Dylan and uh, Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris, the the yeah. Columbine killers, and taped it to his locker. So as a fuck you, I don't care what you think about me, to them, he took it off the outside of his locker and put it up inside <laughs> of his locker to be like, fuck you, I don't care. Well, somebody didn't understand that fuck you, I don't care attitude and reported him to the principal and he got suspended for a while. But Really? Yeah, because yeah, that's like, like well, even I, having explained himself. Yeah, that was that was a super sensitive time. Big so time. I can get it because that and was really the first. I mean, there had been school shootings before, but I think that was really the first time where everyone was like, "What?" Like that was the, the first the one that had like, like commercial twenty-four success. hour yeah. media coverage. <laughs> yeah, commercial, commercial success, wall to wall, wow. <laughs> optioning book rights. Um, that book is incredible. The one book, the Columbine by Dave Cullen, oh. is a. Uh, Phenomenal book. If you've if you've never Just read it, promoting I mean, his uncle's <laughs> fucking blog. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, we're not related, uh, but uh, I do have an uncle Dave, but his last name is different than mine. But uh, no, he's, he was a reporter in Colorado at the time, and like obviously because it was so big, there was like a lot of false shit that went on like all around it, and it took him like a decade. And he came up. It's like basically the definitive chronicle of like what happened. Wow, it was hmm. very interesting. There's also that book called She Said Yes by Cassie Bernal's mom. who She was the girl that apparently the killers asked her if she believed in God, and she said yes, and then they shot her. Uh, oh, I think that was, that was her name, Cassie Bern- be, uh, Bernal, I think. Feel good marriage. Who remembers no, no, no. the names of the victims? I just remember the... I don't even remember the names of shooters. This got really heavy out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, guys. Was, the author is Misty Bernal, and I think the, yeah, Cassie Bernal. I don't know why I know that, but wow. here we oh. are. 
<laughs> well, cool. Well. So how about those Cubs? <laughs> yeah, you're a Cubs fan. So Big time. Has to be a pretty exciting time for you. Yeah, it is. Uh, I could have easily, just as easily, have been a, a Cleveland Indians fan, but because my grandpa is the reason I'm a Cubs fan, and he had an AL and an NL team his entire life. So uh, NL was the Cubs, and AL was the Indians. And he and went why? to... I don't know, okay. um, but I just inherited uh, the misery of being a Cubs fan from him. <laughs> uh, he lived his entire life, never got to see them win a, a World Series. He also went to Wrigley Field uh, three separate times, saw nine games there, never saw the Cubs win a game live. Oh, my ever. gosh. So, uh, this poor old man. Right? But, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm very excited uh, at the idea that they could get into the World Series. They've got to win one of the next two. And, uh, yeah, I saw an article just before I came down here that Kyle Schwarber has been cleared to take batting practice, so he might DH in the World Series. And if that's true, I'd be so happy. That's crazy. Because, that yeah, the fact that the ball. Oh, well, and the fact that they've done all this without him is right? pretty, like, I mean, obviously they have a, a ridiculous Ridiculous. Team, Theo right? Epstein should be getting blowjobs Every minute of every he probably day, is. he's in probably Chicago. getting his dick sucked right now. <laughs> oh, I hope so. And uh, yeah, that guy is just a, a wonderful man. It's the lineup of appreciative fans right yeah. at the door. Absolutely, that'll be part of the World Series celebration. <laughs> just a bunch of guys with those uh, Chicago fans mustaches, just gorfing on his helmet. <laughs> Just yeah. gorfing back some Theo Epstein. Absolutely. He's got the goggles on, drinking champagne, just has a line of guys. <laughs> but, I mean, it's hard not to root it's for It's a live them. sex even celebration. As, even as someone who is not a fan, who's, uh, you know, n- sure. never been pulling for them, they're like the ultimate underdog. Right. So, 1908 was their last win. Yeah. So, yeah, it would be, it would be really neat. I... Uh, if the Cubs win the World Series, too, I will weep like a washwoman. Well, then you have to buy that NWA title also. <laughs> yes. Uh, and also, if two teams from Cleveland win a world title in the same year, that's not a good sign no, that's not for good. the planet. Like, that's impending apocalypse. That's <laughs> yeah, um, not great. That's for sure. But they also, yeah, Cleveland's had a good year for championships because they had the, the Cavs and also uh, the UFC heavyweight champ, yeah. Stipe Miocic, is from, uh, is from Cleveland. And, so. of course, the WWE Intercontinental title has been going back and the, forth. The Miz and Dolph Ziggler both have been switching them. it back. Yeah. So, They're I mean, both listen. from Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Both Ohio boys. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, you see Miz and you figure Hollywood. But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like they brought back his French-Canadian wife. Anyway, let's not get too deep into wrestling. (laughs) It's been a lot of wrestling talk, which is fine. Exciting times for you as a fan. It is. Speaking of baseball, though, I think this is the perfect segue into our clip of the week. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, we were talking a little bit there. And no, this clip of the week is not Kevin Banner masturbating to Javi Baez (laughs) highlights. Contemptible 24-hour news coverage as well. I think this falls into that category also. Absolutely. Uh, Of course, we've not gotten too political on this show during the course of this uh, campaign. Oh, no, no, it's that's, too devastating that's to do that. Stefan's day job, so he, he <laughs> yeah. checks that at the door when he comes in. Uh, but it's tough not to bring this up, of course, when Kurt Schilling has become one of the paid shills for Donald Trump on cable news. And uh, some memorable appearances from him all around, but perhaps none more memorable than this one, where he attempts to justify the lewd comments uh, that Donald Trump made, of course, on that Access Hollywood tape. 
about just sexually assaulting women, basically. People yeah. have made this into a thing about foul language. No, it's an admission of chronic sexual assault. And, yeah, uh, the, the idea that it's locker room talk where it's like, uh, I've heard locker room talk, and I do hate that there are people that are like, mm, guys don't talk foul about women in the locker room. Bullshit. But they also don't say, you know what I like to do? Just grab their pussy without asking. Well, you're yeah. a star. Um, you can do anything. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't been in a professional sports locker room, but I definitely have never heard anyone admit to being a sexual abuser in right. a locker room. That's not generally... Yeah. And also, like, that would kill the locker... Like, if you were like, yo, man, you see Rebecca, like, she's looking real good, and everyone's like, yeah, totally, and then one guy's like, I'd grab her by the pussy. Ooh. That would just... Yeah, you'd be like... <laughs> <The> record scratch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's not... Yeah, like, no one's like, oh, yeah, fucking me too, bro, for sure. <laughs> like, it's... That would be the ultimate, like, everyone... I mean... Most men are decent, I yes, think. So I would say. they would be Hopefully. like, they would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really horrible. It's, it's really, really everything's horrible. It's really weird. Everything's bad. Like Let's man just on say the that. street interviews with Republican voters about this. They mm-hmm. they basically say like, "I've used foul language like that back when I was younger, and I didn't know better." It's like mm, the language is not the issue here. Yeah, it's so the much action. just the content. Yeah. Uh, but we'll hear what Kurt Schilling had to say. Professional baseball player and radio talk show host Kurt Schilling. Hey, Kurt. Good to have you here. Thanks, Trish. Thanks for having me. So first of all, we'll get to the women and the allegations that have surfaced in just a minute. But first of all, tell me your thoughts on on what you heard on that tape, because you're someone who obviously has spent a lot of time in locker rooms. You know what locker room talk is. Uh, what was your reaction when you heard that? Well, hey, Trish, I, I want to back up one second because I've, I've been listening and, and I, I'm taking it that you're a conservative like I am. You, you, for the most part. I'm an independent, part, the, the but uh, well, I, I, okay. I don't like, I don't like taxes. <laughs> okay, well, here's the but thing. Go for it. The conversation, the, taxes, the conversation you're taxes. having about oh, uh, the things he said about the ten-year-old girl, to yeah. me, is the very at the very heart of why this is a problem. How many times? And I, I have three boys and a daughter. How many times have you looked at a young man and said, wow, is he going to be, he's a beautiful young man. Wow, he's a gorgeous young man. And that man was 12, 13, 14, 15. I'll be honest. Or he's a beautiful. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, see, no, that's a lie. Think, There's I no way kids are ugly. you haven't seen a young somebody else's <laughs> yeah. son and said, "Wow, he's beautiful." Wow. I mean, and thought it's, I'm going to be dating my, him. Inti- no. No, 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 no. But that's no one else on this one. But, no, I'm not on my own on this one because I have boys. My youngest son is a gorgeous young man, and I've heard women say, "Wow, You'd he's be a happy beautiful to young fuck boy." Him. <laughs> to jump to the point where you're you're insin- insinuating like something like pedophilia or a molestation is where you're going with this because he's joking about, "Well, when she gets older, I'm going to date her." I mean, how do you get from there to being revolted and disgusted? Yeah, you know, I, I don't look at a young boy and say, "In ten years, I'm going to date him." Uh, <laughs> Well, we don't, I, but you I, I don't actively don't. look and, for that. And I think that would be pretty sad. You don't actively look I for did. it, but if it comes along. Well, I mean, I think it says more about you So you tell me you see a 10-year-old girl and think, okay, yeah. I'm more about you than you would no, fuck I, a child. No, I have a daughter. Yeah. My daughter has friends. I've seen my daughter's friends. I'm a man. Wow, Ooh. she's a beautiful young lady. That does, I don't immediately jump to molesting her. But that's where the I right, mean, I get there I mean, eventually. You, yeah. you need to follow that up <laughs> with, you know, it's fine to say she's a beautiful young lady. You need a cute little girl. You need to follow it up with, I'm going to date her in 10 years? Trish, I'm not going to ask you how old you are, but I'm going to guess in your years of, of life, you, you've gone on and, and probably gone over the edge and said things, but you know what, I probably shouldn't have added that. And I know you're not running okay, for president. Okay, so he's, I, I'll give you that. Won't. He has a tendency to do that, Kurt. A lot. Yeah. All right? right? A lot. Right. And 
I think that's enough of that. Oh, but uh, just digging a hole. Schilling is a fucking dolt. Yeah. There's yeah. no way around that. His his uh, Facebook page that he had going. I don't know if he still has it, but there was a lot of like uh, Muslims are garbage bag people. Let's yeah. Let's not allow them in the country. That got him fired from ESPN. As it so should. I think he's still running the page, and it is probably exactly like that still to this day. He but also I can see what his denies, most recent posts are. Uh, denies evolution. Like oh, yeah, that's he's always one of those classic. fucking gems. But yeah. I wish his ankle was still bleeding out slowly but and then, then one that day that just was, collapsed. And that was fake, though, too, apparently. <laughs> really? That was just ketchup. From, oh, for the love yeah, of God. I mean, uh, well, the okay, myth has may- been tainted. I mean, maybe, but. But regardless, I like him being like, well, you don't automatically jump from saying that they're good looking to this. It's like, yeah, but. He did. He did. He did, though. His middle name is Montague, which is <laughs> really unfortunate. Uh, yeah, no, he did. He did make that jump where it was like, that's a beautiful child. Oh, I'm going to be dating her eventually. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yes, he made that connection. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. his first picture is oh. of uh, the Clinton family with... Uh, with lit up eyes that says American Horror Story. Oof. Justin, I don't know if you'd like to. Uh, Spectacular. Perfect for <laughs> zombified, for Zombified Clintons. Good that's an American Horror Story. Um, I, I made a crack earlier today about how he also just like looks like he's a million years old now. It's hard to believe that he has not been retired from baseball for even a full decade yet. Wow, yeah. Um, though oh, somebody good well, losing from, uh, almost all of your fortune on a shitty uh, video game, video game, game company. company. Well, uh, that you also built like seventy million of taxpayer money from for too. This is uh, at two o six a.m. Anyone cool. else have this sneaky suspicion that the rallies of twenty to thirty thousand everywhere Trump goes, and the ten to couple hundred who show up for Killary are far more indicative of November eighth than anything? I do. <laughs> and 2.06 a.m., that's on your time. So there's a good chance that's like 5, 5 a.m. Yeah. his time. Yeah. And, and of then course someone named Lee Cole today. commented on it with a, uh, with a cross inside of a Star of David as their profile <laughs> picture. And she says, I believe this as well. Plus, I believe the motivation to vote is with us. Will it do the job? I don't know. I hope it will. He, he just looks like the hate in his heart is like outwardly shriveling his exterior <laughs> as well. Uh, though somebody, a listener of the show, got back to me when I was making this comment saying that he actually did have throat cancer. And I would feel bad about having made those crack comments about literally anyone else except Kurt Schilling probably. That is the degree of what a p- pile of human garbage he is. Yeah. So... Awful, deplorable yeah. human. And I mean, I'm I'm a guy who wishes cancer on people that take too long to start driving when a light turns green. So <laughs> I absolutely understand. Cancer, you should only get cancer. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of racism, should we move into our top three questions of the Wait, week? Wait, what? How is that racism? <laughs> not that, not that. Kurt Schilling himself. No, Kurt Schilling himself. Being oh, okay. Racist, yeah. yes. I thought not you were you. assuming no, 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 that no, the no. people that drive slowly are Asian, and that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, on you're the you. one who drew that connection, not me. I, I said nothing of the sort. But it's time for the new top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. 
It's a lot of inside jokes. <laughs> it, is. Kind of. it is. It uh, is. John, what are the questions this week? All right. So as you guys know, we are doing uh, we're doing a top three questions of the week. We get three points for a first place vote and two points for second and one point for third. So third with comes one point. in with one point this week. Maple Leafs hot stove Mike. Michael asks... So there's a lot of racist sports team names and logos. If you had to rename the racist teams, what would you guys call them? Okay, so first we need to make a list of what all the teams are. Well, there's Cleveland Indians, Washington, Washington Redskins, Redskins, Atlanta Braves, Edmonton Eskimos. Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, does the Braves count as being racist? <laughs> I feel like it does, doesn't it? I mean, the whole stadium the goes. I guess some I of the culture around it, but the name and the logo don't really strike me as being too bad. Okay, well, whatever. So yeah. three then. So three. I like. Uh, is there you're, any... you're one of those people, though. You, you realize just right now, like that's what people say about the Indians. Well, it's not. Well, no, I would never say that about them. I know. I know. Well, are there? Are there? So is hockey? Uh, like I hockey guess the, and basketball, did they avoid? Well, I guess the Blackhawks yeah, logo. That the Blackhawks should change their logo. Also, right. Okay. Despite the fact that there are other people who will be like, it's the most beautiful logo in all of sports. It is right. a pretty great. Logo. And in fact, a lot of First Nations people love that logo. Love that logo. So it's difficult to say. Yeah. I mean, there was the North Dakota Fighting Sioux, and now they're just the North Dakota. Whatever they are, they changed the name to something. I can't remember. But no longer. The North Dakota Susie Sue and the Banshees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. But then, so then it's only basketball that was able to avoid having a racist team name? I oh, it's think the Fighting so. Hawks now. The Fighting Hawks. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, there's no teams that are, are really objectionable in basketball. In basketball that I, I mean, there is of. the Denver Nuggets. But that was technically. <laughs> it's, not, it's not at all. It's not at all. I like that you're about to. Like, Hold on, no. Wait a minute. Um, uh, there is. Uh, <laughs> so, what was the official question? It was the official question is what should we rename? What should, we should rename the teams. Okay, so I think first of all for Cleveland, it should be the Cleveland Shit Eaters. Because that was obviously one of the most enduring images of the Cleveland Cavaliers title win. Yeah. And in fact, is Boston Celtics racist towards Celtic people? I mean, they do have a leprechaun as their logo. I uh, know. I saw a bunch of tweets recently said that you can't be racist to white people. So that's oh, okay. okay. Oh, Especially perfect. the Irish. Oh, um, smelly, bog trotting <laughs> potato farmers. Uh, <laughs> Hey, they're white there, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, there doesn't appear to be any. I mean, the Orlando magic is racist towards magicians, but other than that. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. So we'll start with the Cleveland shit eaters. I think shit that's, eaters. That's pretty but, I mean, Kevin, as someone who nearly Sorry, cheered for that eaters. shirt. Well, I, I was thinking like a, a legitimate answer is I would like to see it go back to the day when there was, uh, remember the New York. Giants baseball, and there was also the New York football Giants. So they should be the Cleveland baseball Browns. <laughs> I like that actually. That's good. And I think that that's that's a better way than it. You know, uh, but then is that racist against Muslims though? <laughs> uh, no, because I think it was named after what was the Cleveland Browns named after? It was the color, like, I believe. The color, but no, it was like <laughs> the guy that owned it. Was was he named Brown? I think um, like Pete Brown, Pete like Brown. Doug Brown. Just named the team after himself. Yeah, his name was Brown. But I'm getting to the history of the name here. When taxicab magnate Arthur B. Mickey McBride secured a Cleveland, Ohio franchise in the AAFC, blah blah blah. 
Paul Brown, who coach Bill Walsh once called the father of modern football, right. was the team's namesake and first coach. So, man, that'd be real. <laughs> that'd be real awkward. You're, uh, what are you for football? Steelers? Uh, fuck no, Ravens. Oh, ra- uh, oh yeah, Ravens. Of Steelers course, that'd be weird to be the Baltimore worst. Harbaugh's. That'd be a really strange, <laughs> be a super strange name. Yeah, would, uh, the Baltimore. Uh, who was their fucking coach before we won the first? Brian Billick. Billick the, yeah. the Baltimore Billicks. The Baltimore Billick. That actually, I'm, that's got a nice ring to it. Um, but yeah, so it just doesn't really. It says that they were trying. Hold on, I'm I'm getting to it. You guys can keep. Talking. I'm, I'm going to submit my choice here yeah. because Cleveland, of course, fa- most famous other than LeBron, for probably hosting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. So I'm going to submit the Cleveland Rockers. Cool. So yeah, John Rocker is going to be their mascot. Uh, oh, I guess you have the Rockies though in MLB. That's yeah. a little Too close. close. So, so it, the Cleveland Drew Carey. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so the name of the team was at first left up to Brown, who rejected calls for it to be christened the Browns. McBride then held a contest to name the team in May of 1945. Cleveland Panthers was the most popular choice, but Brown rejected it because it was the name of an earlier failed football team. <laughs> that old Panthers team failed, Brown said. I want no part of that name. So he rejected it. He's like, yeah, Panthers, No. And then in August, McBride gave in to popular demand and named the team the Browns, despite Paul Brown's objections. I do like that he was a taxi cab magnate. Yeah, Arthur B. Mickey McBride. I did not know that that was also this is a great game program that industry depicting the brownie elf, the team's primary mascot in its early successful years. Pretty fucking great. All right. Beyond that, we have the Washington football team. Also, yes, the Washington Redskins, and I think. Why not go Smurf with it? Washington blue skins. Yeah, I like it. I was going to suggest purple skins, but uh, blue makes better sense. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, the Washington lobbyists might <laughs> be something also. Going political? There. Yeah. I okay. mean, Capitals is already taken. That's Nationals true. is taken. Bring yeah, back true. bullets. I think it's there's been enough time <laughs> that now there'll be the Washington football bullets. Like uh, isn't, that. That, isn't Washington the city also where, like, 90% of all of the money in the city has cocaine on it. Like is they, it? I'd believe it. They did. Yeah, it's possible. I know there yeah. is also a lot of gun violence in Washington as well. Yeah. So. As there should. So the Washington <laughs> trace amounts of cocaine is also... Uh, trace amounts. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's also in the running. Okay. Uh, and then Edmonton Eskimos. Edmonton CFL. Holiday Inns. Yeah. Uh, well, to quote uh, David Tell, he says, uh, Eskimos, or as I call them, the Snow Mexicans. <laughs> so they'll be the Edmonton Snow Mexicans. <laughs> Which is <laughs> possibly less racist. It's really up for interpretation. Uh, I these mean, nose could... rubbers have had their way too long. <laughs> we could call them the Edmonton Inuit. Yeah, that's also... Uh, is that acceptable? Is that the so. acceptable term for Eskimos? Yes, no. yes The is. Edmonton Inuit? Yeah, that's their given name. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, or just like keep it on brand with the CFL in general and call them like the Edmonton Rough Riders. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna go with Rona, Edmonton Bank Tellers, <laughs> the Ronas. I like the bank, the bank tellers, or they the could, Bag Boys, the Edmonton, the Edmonton bag, bag Boys. Yeah, that's good too. Do you think that if it that one day because the CFL, I don't know a lot of people who follow it too closely. Oh, it's do you definitely th- slowly dying. Yeah, so do you think <laughs> that eventually it will become like WNBA style where it's like the Sprint presents the Los Angeles Sparks or whatever, <laughs> so it'll be the Rona, it will be like yeah. the, the Edmonton, the Rona presents the Edmonton Eskimos. Yeah. 
Uh, I think too that, or if they really wanted to keep and they didn't want to go Inuit, like, but they so they didn't want to name it after the specific people, but wanted to keep that kind of Inuit heritage. They could be the Edmonton Nunavuts. Uh, I'm having well, none a, of that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, so what? A what boo. Inuit heritage <laughs> do they have in Edmonton? A boo. Seems a little south. Yeah. So if anything, in Edmonton, they should be the uh, Edmonton Ukrainians. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Let's see how the they... Pisanki let's... eggs. The Edmonton Pisanki eggs. <laughs> the, uh, the Edmonton... Uh, oh, God. What's that great... Uh, the, the thing? Pierogies. pierogies. Yeah, the Edmonton pierogies. Uh, the Edmonton vodkas. Um, Edmonton they... cabbage rolls. So, yeah, in 1897, the name Eskimo with a Q-U-I and an X at the end, which is pretty Ew. great, was adopted. In 1910, the club was officially named the Edmonton Eskimos. There's no real reason why they were named that. Oh, origin of the name. The story of the team's name goes back to stories in the press, blah, blah, blah. It is a legacy of the bitter rivalry between the cities of Edmonton and Calgary, the so-called Battle of Alberta. In the early years of sports competition between the cities, the press in each town used colorful nicknames to insult the rival team's home. This is not going to a good place. Edmontonian writers called Calgary the cow camp, horse country, or the little village beside the bow. Likewise, Calgary's responded with insults about Edmonton's northern latitude and frigid weather, calling the city's residents Eskimos. (laughs) Despite the fact that Edmonton is several thousand kilometers south of the Arctic, the name had the advantages of alliteration, neatness, uniqueness, and a certain amount of truth. And thus, according to historian of Edmonton, Tony Cashman, it stuck. They really they they, they took named the power their team back. After, yeah, <laughs> they took. It's like, all right, you're gonna call us that. We'll show you. We're the Washington N words. Boom. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Well, we yeah. took care of that. Yeah. So, nice. uh, that question well. two. This one. This is the number two question of the week. Comes in from DJ Laidback Luke, and he asks, "Did Rob Delaney name?" Ben Zobrist's kids. Oh man, and he some gives of the us, worst. And he so Ben Zobrist has three children, and their names are Zion Benjamin, Blaze Royal, and Cruz Allegra. And Cruz Allegra is a girl. And Cruz is spelled K-R-U-S-E. Yeah, exactly. Oof. Just to differentiate it from the Chevrolet so car bad. brand. Yeah. So bad. Uh, also, not the worst celebrity kids' names ever. No, I think that still belongs to uh, My Name is Earl's Jason Lee, who named Rocket? his kid no. Pilot Inspector. Right. Yeah. And the middle name is Inspector, uh, spelled with uh, I-N-S-P-E-K-T-O-R. Yeah, that's right. Pilot, Pilot Inspector. Inspector Lee. I still think, uh, and I think you got a uh, Pete Wentz and Ashley Simpson are up there with uh, Mowgli and Bronx. I didn't know they had. I didn't know they were together. Yeah, that's they had, a, that's Well, they great. they used to be. They're not anymore. Oh, okay, but yeah, their two kids are are Bronx and Mowgli, like the Jungle Books Mowgli. That's crazy. That's two names that I have literally not thought of this decade. Ashley Pete Wentz and Ashley Pete's Simpson. Yeah. Pete Wentz. Yeah, Ashley Simpson's really fallen the, off. The rest of Jason Lee's children are named Casper and Sonny. Okay. Sonny with an O. It's actually Tom, Tom DeLong. Oh, like S O N N Y? Like Sonny Boy, yeah. Oh, man. It's Tom DeLong from Blink 182, whose kid, his name is Rocket. Because oh, he loves space. I'm pretty sure. That. <laughs> Rocket <laughs> Inspector. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He also took that one. Oh, now that would be ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> that was just his middle name. His name is Jonas Rocket. Oh, DeLong okay. That's not that bad. Ava Elizabeth DeLong. For That's some reason, I thought his, his kid's first name was Rocket. 
Um, that's actually yeah, that's kind of a bad Blaze Royal though. Oh, that's that's up there. That's nasty. That's right up there. Well, and he named his own kid after himself and Z- Mount Zion. So that's a that's an aggressive mm. move as well. And then Cruz Allegra. Yeah, that's just that's just products. It's, it's car antihistamine <laughs> Zobrist. <laughs> and like, Roy- so I assume that he had Blaze when he was playing in Kansas City. Is that the Royal? Because maybe because he won a World Series with KC. Good lord! But yeah, I people, mean, I don't know. People shouldn't be allowed to name their own kids. No, uh, that's true. Well, a uh, teacher I had, she had uh, her kid when she was living in Venezuela, and they got a list from the government of approved names that you could name your kid, and you couldn't deviate. So you had like a oh, hundred options uh, for each sex that you could pick from, and uh, she said one of the options was Cujo. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird choice. If you're weird. only getting a hundred names, hundred names, and in <laughs> Venezuela, you're like, yeah, you can be, you could be Cujo. You can be the rabid dog. You could be the uh, the Maple Leafs goaltender of some repute. <laughs> and okay. now, now that we're into like the Halloween season, Cujo, like they're playing a lot of like horror movies. Right. Cujo, I tried to watch that again. I haven't seen it since I was like uh, ten years old. What a stinking pile of shit that movie is. There I've are, never seen it. There oh, are a lot of. There's a lot of good names. I got really into names for a while, and uh, probably the best, worst one I ever heard was an Australian couple named their kid For Real with the number four, with the number four, and then the word real. And if I can find the interview, it is unbelievable because they're like, oh, we didn't know what to name it. And that's not a, that's not a. It's like who these, this British family <laughs> named this Australian? Sweeps. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, I can't <laughs> do an Australian accent, but you know what I mean. Like so, oh, they're I mean, like we. J- the kid came out, and then that's when we knew like it was for. Oh, real. gross! Wow. Uh, there was a story I read um, after that couple in New Jersey tried to name their kid uh, Adolf Hitler and. Oh right, yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, Aryan Nation was the name. Of right. Kid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. And right. Charlie Demers, a Vancouver comedian, has that great. Joke, it's like, well, you know which one was the favorite child, the one that got Adolf Hitler. <laughs> it's yeah. like, but uh, the uh, there was a story that I read, and there was a, a couple in New Zealand who the government stepped in and changed the kid's name because they said this would be a social detriment to her for the rest of her life, right? But her name was their parents named their, their daughter Tallulah does, does the, the hula, hula from, from Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. That was that her was first the, name. That was the other one I was going to give. Yeah. And, and that in that was same her first, first name, name in yeah. the same article, there was a story about a British uh, yeah. kid that's name is violence. Yeah. And one, uh, it was the number 17 bus station. Yeah. Number 14 bus shelter. We read the same article. <laughs> it's so bad. And it was also another one of the band names for twins. A couple wanted to name their twins Benson and Hedges. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, and that was accepted. Benson and Hedges was accepted. One that wasn't fish and chips. Jesus People Christ. want to name their kid, their twin kids, fish oh and chips. Well, Gosh. I have a confirmation here on the Benzo Brist front. Okay, uh, Blaze Royal was born on November sixth, twenty fifteen. During the 2015 World Series, Royals fans were concerned that Ben Zobrist would leave the World Series if his wife began going into labor. Juliana delighted Royals fans by telling her husband to keep playing even if she went into labor. Blaze's middle name pays homage to the team, which he earned his first World Series ring with the year she was born. Can't wait for his fourth kid. (laughs) Cub. Cub Swanson's. I was going to say Cub Swanson. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the best start of an article I've ever read in my entire life. 
So the, the title of the article is, This Baby's Name is Not For Real, Couple Told. And then this is the first sentence. A couple has got over the disappointment of having their choice of For Real as the name for their baby son turned down by calling him Superman instead. <laughs> oh, for the love of gravy. <laughs> Oh my god. But yeah, so Mr. Wheaton said he came up with the unlikely monitor after moniker after seeing the baby for the first time in an ultrasound scan and realizing their baby was for real. He at least go like the Nick Cage route of like naming your kid like Kal-El or yeah, something. Yeah, Nicholas Coppola. I was yeah. just looking at or sorry, Nick Cage named his kid Kal-El Coppola. Shannon Sossaman named her do- uh, son Audio Science. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, just she's like you would know her to see her. She was in that Forty Days and Forty Nights I with Josh Hartnett. Saw her. Oh like, yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay, yeah, there you go. She's a pretty lady. Uh, Ginger Spice named her kid Bluebell Madonna. Uh, um, yeah, that's there's, pretty there, great. I mean, there's some good ones. Ooh, I don't know who this. I don't know who the singer Lil Mo is, but she named her daughter Goddess Lovestone. <laughs> that's like a Frank Zappa level. Yeah, <laughs> Moon baby in it. name. Oh, man, I really wish I could find the video because just the guy talking about it is so fucking funny. Oh, we just saw the... I think they were actually British. Oh, no, they're New Zealand, so I can't do that accent, but it was fucking crazy. Oh, here we go. Yeah, the 24 worst baby names of the millennium. This is great. I'm just oh, someone named their kid hashtag. Add more time to my parking meter. Keep going. <laughs> someone named their kid hashtag. So that's good. Uh, ooh, Okay. Uh, felony, <laughs> felony, P H L O N Y. Oh, as long as you use the P H, it's all good, right? Yeah, that's what really makes it a name. Oh man, they let their other kid pick the name, and they uh, the ch- kid chose Cherish, but spelt it Chair like you'd sit in a chair. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> oh well, shall we move on to the final question here? Sure. Yeah. Sorry. That's um, okay. S- these are fucking great i could talk about shitty baby names all day okay so now this is actually a follow-up question from uh adam cozy who gets our number one question of the week he's following up to mike's question and he says follow up to mike if you had to pick a team and give it a racist name what sport city and racist name would you pick i think we can all agree on what city it will be new york i was gonna go boston oh oh yeah I my thought was the South uh, it's baseball team the South Bronx Puerto Ricans, <laughs> and their 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 outfit is uh, uh, purple pants and a, a green dress shirt. That's what they play in. Purple. So this the, is a real team. No, it's in my mind. Oh, it is. Okay, okay. The South Bronx Puerto Ricans. That's the team. You just visualized this to such an extent that I thought you were describing you could something a, real. You could actually go with the like. You could go with the like. You could call them the Boricuas, like the uh, <laughs> racist WWE name for right. their Puerto Rican tag team. Uh, okay, go ahead, Justin. If you have, uh, uh, I was just gonna go with probably the Boston Klansmen and. <laughs> And they can play football, the Boston Klansmen, <laughs> or or basketball. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, I think we got. I think we, we're gonna go with football. Yeah, football yeah. probably is the. It's more actually that there. might be more of a hockey team. <laughs> if it's uh, the Klansmen, there's a lot of, a lot more uh, whites. Yeah, that's hockey. true. I mean, I was thinking that. Uh, well, because the NBA doesn't have one, so my previous suggestion of the Washington N words isn't terrible. 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's terrible, but you know it what I mean. It is pretty terrible. It's really terrible. Uh, I mean, maybe I mean, it's is not... Is it worse than what they already have? The, well, it's... At least it's self-censored, right? Yeah, but I'm thinking, well, because, yeah, oh, man, I don't even know. I mean, you could rename their basketball team the Washington Grand Wizards. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Book it. Close the laptop. That's the podcast. <laughs> And that will do it for the top three questions of the week, which leaves, of course, our final segment, everybody's favorite, because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, <laughs> what do you like this week? Uh, well, I personally like, um, there's a new artist on 604 Records, <laughs> and his name is Kevin Banner. Oh, I've heard of that guy. his album is Dreamboat. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say Norm MacDonald's book. But I guess that was done recently. Oh, you can recommend um, it again. I yeah. can recommend that. But here's another one then. Another comedy book that's come out in the last year was Colin Quinn's Coloring Book. And that's where I learned that Puerto Ricans like to wear purple dress pants. Uh, <laughs> it's a fantastic book. It's all about uh, what it was like for him growing up in New York City and how the different neighborhoods were were um, kind of assigned ethnically. Like uh, it was, it's a very fascinating read, and each chapter is kind of breaking down each different race, and uh, it's fantastic. And while we're on the topic of books that discuss race, the big book of uh, I think it was called the uh, Oh a, a Practical Guide to Racism. It's like a ten year old book. Um, it was written by a guy that writes for the Daily Show, but it's supposed to be a like a hundred year old book uh, that teaches you what to expect when you encounter people from different races in the early 1900s. And it's in the early 1900s, but it uses a lot of um, like late 90 or like be like normal modern era. Uh, pop culture references to to tell you what they, these these groups are like. So it's like uh, Cubans uh, tend to come to America first to get the power, then to get or the money, <laughs> then to get the power, then to get the women. And it's just all these like quotes from Scarface. And in every chapter, I will self censor here, but they uh, in every chapter because there's that John Lennon quote that woman is the N word of the world. Uh, in every chapter, they say, uh, so if it's the chapter about Chinese people, it's like, Ch as John Lennon once said, <laughs> Chinese people are the N-word of the world. Uh, <laughs> as uh, John Lennon once said, South Americans are the N-word of the world. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic book. Uh, very funny. Nice. Practical Guide to Racism. I like it. Yeah. Justin? Uh, well, I am going to recommend a film. What else is new? That I don't know if it's on Netflix. Uh, I think it was for a time. It might not be anymore. But, of course, the internet lost its collective mind this week over the trailer for the new X-Men film, Logan. Did uh, people lose their mind over that? I, my feed was going crazy okay, over yeah, it. I, I literally you and I got a text about it two minutes ago when I was checking my parking. Yeah. You and I follow different people. Okay. I didn't see anyone Both talk about Facebook it except for you. Both Facebook and Twitter was going wild over this trailer. Uh, which will be Hugh Jackman's final turn as Wolverine. Though he says that. We'll see. Cause Isn't he like 50? Yeah, but like Patrick Stewart has been trying to stop doing X-Men movies for like 10 years now, and he keeps coming back to do it again. He's I just not engaged anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I have a feeling that Hugh Jackman may come back for one last go-round. Regardless, I'm going to recommend his previous solo outing called The Wolverine, in which he travels to Japan. It's a very, like, pared-down, character-driven movie with probably, like, only six characters in the entire film. Uh, and it was really good. Very surprising, considering how terrible the first Wolverine solo film mm. was. Um, and I had a feeling that a lot of people kind of overlooked it the summer that it came out. It didn't really get a lot of hype. And uh, I, don't, I don't really know too many people who have seen it. But it's very worth checking out. It's a lot of fun. And uh, it will very much make you want to go out and eat, like, nabiyaki udon or something <laughs> afterwards. He eats, like, noodle soup a lot in it and it looks so good so yeah if you want to watch a movie that is both entertaining and will make you want to eat tempura and noodle soup definitely watch <laughs> perfect Hugh Jackman in the Wolverine great review uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually love the idea that there would be a movie critic that just talks about like the food and mo- like watch this if you are craving sushi like yeah. recommend it if you like sushi well I watched it up north and like ethnic food was very tough to come by in right. Shetland so I was watching the movie being like god damn Nabiyaki Udon would be so nice right now right but you would have to go to white spot and get their noodle soup yeah well i stand by that review to this day and yeah, yeah. ethnic food is a lot more readily available that's, to me. that's fair <laughs> um i'm gonna choose an album this week uh it's by a band called balance and composure uh the album's called light we made and uh yeah it's just a great album it's probably there's been a lot of really good albums to come out recently that's been the one i find myself listening to the most it's kind of like really uh, more than the new corn <laughs> i haven't there's I haven't, a new corn i haven't checked out the new corn <laughs> came out yesterday we talk wow. about we talk about new metal on the show a lot um and uh were you a new metal guy I was at a certain point. I, I think I was that. of the age that you kind of had to be. Right. Limp Bizkit and Corn oh, yeah. and uh, the other guy. <laughs> I don't know who else. Who the fuck else? System oh, of a uh, Down. Stained. Stains. System of a Down. Stained, yeah. Disturbed. Power that Man was, 5000. That was the era Static where like, a lot of like rock and roll went from being like uh, this fun thing to being like, everybody hates me. And like, like Stain had a lot of like sad kind of oh, like. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, it's raining in my head. Yeah. Um, Epiphany, well, they just, I believe. They, is the, they uh, just took like the sadness of grunge and yeah, kind I think of amped yeah. up the guitar sound yeah. of it. I think that's the Stain song Epiphany now that we're talking about it. Anyway, continue. <laughs> it's always raining <laughs> in my head. Yeah, it's a classic. I mean, classic stained track. It's on their greatest hits album, which does exist. Oh, yeah, there we go. This yeah, is Jesus Christ. Sliding in a little new metal nook oh, right yeah, before well, the end. Yeah, I mean, this is great. <laughs> oh, did I just miss the chorus? I'm sad. <laughs> Forget all the things I should have said. Something along those lines. Forget all the things I should have said. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely, I think I fucked to that song. To be <laughs> Good honest, Lord. Like, I, th- I think I probably did. Uh, no, I'm mean, anyway. Um, <laughs> balance and composure, kind of like I almost want to say. Have you of fucked a, to them? No, not no, yet. No, I'm in a long distance relationship. I don't fuck to anything these days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh have you whacked off on skype to them yet <laughs> <laughs> 
No comment. Um, yeah, it's a great album. Light We Made, Balance and Composure. It's kind of like rock. It's got kind of like a grunge sort of feel. I don't know how to describe it, but it's really great. Check it out. If you had to check out one song, check out Postcard. And you can probably find that song on the blog this week at sure. realgoodshow.com. Sounds so good. head on over there. And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate continues to be no one, as John is in a long-distance relationship as we record <laughs> at the Real Good Studios here in Olympic Village. Uh, our intern is no one as well. Yeah, nothing, so we nothing no, going on. No, no, nothing going on. Uh, our guest has been Kevin Banner. Kevin, thank you so much for taking thank the time guys, to be here fun. today. And uh, please return at some point perhaps for an episode of Real Grap Show oh, where baby. we can freely talk about wrestling the I entire time. Yeah, I would love to have you do that. Awesome. And until then, I'm Justin Morissette. John Cullen. The Bandman. <laughs> be real. Be good. Be real good. Clansman. <laughs> Normally we end with like a word from yeah, the show. I so guess, I, guess that, just, that. I, was, I just assumed that you were just going to come with it. <laughs> Sorry, by Klansman I meant Bandsman. <laughs> I'm here with the Bandsman, Kevin Banner. Get his album, Dreamboat, 604 Records. Yeah. I feel really bad, actually, that I didn't get to make the Jonathan Simkin because you're talking about being Jonathan Simkin's pet. And I'm like, ooh, no surprise, a guy named Simkin has pets because of Webkin. Because of Webkins. I have no idea what you're talking about. Look it up. It's like an <laughs> online pet thing. I probably won't. Yeah, you it's should. It's like be. Neopets? Yeah, it's like Neopets for the uh, 2016 age. Okay. Oh, it's current. It's a new thing. It's yeah. still happening. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man. I've seen my daughter's friends. I'm a man. Wow, she's a beautiful young lady. That does I don't immediately jump to molesting her.